Hey, 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 everyone. My name is Makai Morrison Gaskins. And I'm Mark Barrera. And welcome to Here You Are, Season 5, Episode 6, Biking Down the Road. So get this, Makai. I remember getting into my Uber, headed towards downtown Rochester. I asked my driver what he thought about biking in the area. He told me, why should the city put down money for bike paths when the city needs social programs for the residents right now? I didn't even understand what he was talking about. Maybe it's because these bike paths are the social programs. The future of Rochester is based on its expansion on transportation systems, such as the bike paths. But I don't know why I'm explaining this to you. You don't even know how to ride a bike. Hey, look, I may not know anything about riding a bike, but I can ride my skateboard around the city just fine. You can ride your little vroom vroom car, gas the city up, and I'm going to keep riding my skateboard. Okay, I get what you're saying. But overall, bikes are great. They're good for the environment, for your health. And you know, you can do some little tricks with them. You know, ring, ring, ring. Just leave your skateboard here. And let's all take a ride around Rochester to find out more. Um, why would I want to ride a bike out here? Look at this. It just doesn't seem like the place for biking. It's already snowing half of the year anyways. Yeah, but during the other half, you have beautiful trails, smooth paths, and there are plenty of bike-friendly resources. Bike-friendly? Half of the time, I think Rochester's only accessible by car. I mean, just look at the streets. It's dominated by cars. Okay, but there are plans to implement more bike infrastructure within things like the Rochester 2034 plan, support from nonprofit organizations like Reconnect Rochester, and they're even planning on connecting huge bike gaps all around the city. What are you referring to specifically? I was not aware that Rochester was expanding its biking infrastructure. Look, let's just check it out. Makai, where are we? We're on East Main Street. They are currently painting on some protected bike lanes, and these bike lanes were recommended from both the 2011 Master Plan and the 2034 Plan. Okay, what are those? The 2011 Bike Plan was really the first plan of its time to take a really hard analytical look at the biking conditions in the city. So what the plan did was it went street by street and tried to identify where there are gaps in the biking network, where there are issues with safety and accessibility with biking, and tried to prioritize the streets that needed upgrades of some kind. And this was really good because, uh, especially in the more recent years, biking has become a big priority for the city and the community. So a lot of the strategies identified in that plan were incorporated into later decisions. And this plan was closely identified or closely incorporated into the Rochester 2034 comprehensive plan, which is the main document that policymakers take a look at whenever they're delivering anything to council or they're trying to figure out what the best move is to make. Um, who is that? Fool. That's Scott Thompson. <laughs> He's with the Rochester Office of City Planning. He is also a part of the committee that looked over the plan. Oh, okay. What do you think Scott's perspective is on the importance of biking here? Well, let's find out. 
Right now, uh, about 20% of a family's budget is spent on transportation. So to the extent that we can ease people off the dependency on automobiles and encourage them to bike or walk or whatever other methods, it would be a great strain and it would take off a great strain that people are experiencing right now with their finances. Uh, that would also result in increased disposable income that will go fuel into the economy. Uh, biking is, of course, environmentally sound. We're facing a climate crisis, which is largely brought on by automobiles in across the world, but especially the United States is automobile dependent. So if we make it easier for people to use uh, alternate transportation, that would just that only makes things better for the environment. That was some good info. Thanks, Scott. Scott may have helped my understanding of why Rochester is becoming so bike friendly. However, my concern is why are bike lanes even created when the cars and law enforcement don't even respect the cyclists on the road? I understand where you're coming from. You're not wrong. WXXI News published a story covering the issue of people parking on the bike lane in May of 2019. There were 97 bicyclists who were injured and one killed after colliding with a car in 2017. Oh, wow. Uh I didn't know there were so many deaths. Yeah. It was sad to see there was an expectation that parking in a bike lane didn't mean getting a ticket. From the police. This left others discouraged when it came to riding bikes. Even the police who were caught parking in a bike lane stated, it certainly is never our intent to obstruct the bicyclist. We set a bad example, or even our influence, led to inappropriate behavior. Right. So how are we supposed to get more people to bike around Rochester if the people in cars don't even respect the lanes made just for cyclists? I can't give you a proper answer. Those are some good questions. How about we talk to someone who knows a bit more about biking infrastructure here in the city? Where are we now? We are in the offices of ReConnect Rochester, a nonprofit organization that focuses on the needs of Rochester citizens, especially when it comes to all forms of public transportation. Well, I'm confident doing it. So bike advocacy, bike education, social media, uh, a monthly bike newsletter. Um, that's the kind of stuff I do. And I, so I've been here three and a half years and I, and I love it. Now, who's that? That's Jesse from ReConnect Rochester. Okay, weird. But what's the point of doing all this work for such a small city? How do we even know that we're making a difference? Pretty good progress, you know, over the last decade since that first bike master plan was created. Uh, every four years, if a city wants to, they can get assessed for their bike friendliness from the highest bike organization in the land. That's the League of American Bicyclists. And uh, so now we're in the habit now of getting assessed every four years. And in 2012, Rochester got assessed for our bike friendliness and we got honorable mention. But as we've been chipping away at that bike master plan in 2016, we made bronze. In 2020, we, re we repeated as bronze. And so we've made significant progress. We're definitely not where we want to be. I don't want to remain at bronze. I want to see us get to, to silver someday. But most of the cities that are making progress and want to get better are at bronze. So we're in good company. We're, we're average and you know, I'll, I'll get people that, you know, are quite vocal if they think Rochester's a cruddy 
city to bike in. And I, I, I don't agree. I, I don't agree. I think we're a pretty decent city to bike in. I kind of swat that argument away, the Kimbe Mutombo style, like, get that out of here. Because we've made significant progress. We're not a cruddy city. Yeah, I guess so. But that's going to take a while. Who's got time for that? My knees are already cracking waking up from bed. How about right now? This is a seminal year in Rochester, 2022 is, because the city is upgrading its bike master plan a decade later, and they're creating their first ever active transportation plan. And they chose one of the best design firms in the entire country, Tool Design out of Boston, to lead that effort. And so Tool is at work as we speak about you know, identifying the obstacles to implementation and, you know, what are the things keeping us from executing and um, identifying where we can make changes to make things better and more streamlined. And that's happening as we speak. The county is also creating its first ever active transportation plan this year. So 2022 is just a super important year because the city and the county are really stepping out, listening to residents. Where do you want to bike to? Where don't you feel comfortable? Where are critical connections that need to be made. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you that plans are only recommendations. You hear that? Even in 2022, changes are still occurring and people are definitely weighing in on the issue and making sure that there is a say amongst a variety of residents. Okay, but what about what we said before? How are we going to convince cyclists to use the road if cars can't even respect the bike lanes? Connect Rochester, we say that this is about safety. This is about, I mean, people are literally being, you know, mowed down in the streets. It's not right. Dedicated space makes them um, safer, as do, you know, road diets and better crossings, more frequent crossings, lower speed limits, narrower lanes. These are all part of complete streets that are proven uh, across the world to make people safer. So we want to see people safer. And, you know, it, at times that means overriding, you know, motorist convenience. Honestly, I can't even lie here. This is definitely a good step forward to bring more interest in biking around Rochester. I hope they can continue to make bicyclists feel just as comfortable to ride their bike as motorists do their cars. Yeah, it sounds like you got it down. I can't wait to see more work coming from Reconnect Rochester. See you, Jesse! I think we should head home now. I think we've explored the city enough for a day. Let's go back and talk more about everything with Woody. How about you do that, and I sleep in my nice warm bed, pretending this was all a dream? Now, Mark, you've learned some things from today. You're going to say something. Fine, I'll say something. But no more guests telling me about bike infrastructure. Today was too tiring. Hey, that's between you and Woody. But okay, let's make our way on home now, before it gets dark. Finally, we're done with this trip. Yeah, we've had a very long day, but it's not over yet. Um, you're telling me that there's more to this long day? I just want to go to sleep. Hey, y'all. Um, Mark, wake the hell up. It's time to talk about your guys' day. Damn, I can't catch a break. Anyways, how did everything go? Well, the real question is, is Rochester really going to be the cycling city of the future? Honestly, I don't know. Um, I feel like 
The city is doing a pretty nice job donating bikes to people that need them or providing resources that not a lot of people know of. For example, I got a free bike from our community bikes. And mm -hmm. yeah, they actually were really fucking amazing. And they provided me with a bike that I use to go anywhere, especially during the summer. I was able to learn more about bike-friendly resources. Reconnect Rochester was honestly one of those places that you would never think are there. But it's a group of individuals who take it upon themselves to learn more about the community, learn what it needs, and be able to ask themselves, what more can we do to improve the area around us? Well, me, being the expertise of this whole, you know, biking situation, I would say Rochester is in a positive direction towards being the cycling city of the future. I can't specifically say when it's going to be, but I know in a few years, they'll get to a point where they'll be just fine. I definitely will say they have to put a lot into their transportation and a lot into getting people to live here to make sure that they can use the transportation available. But as of right now, they're headed in a good direction. Well, I honestly appreciate you guys telling me about your trip and I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. It seems like you've learned a lot, but I'm gonna head out now to go about my day, but I hope you guys have a great one. And my name's Woody, by the way, but that's the last time you'll hear from me. Bye. Wow. Woody definitely provided a good understanding of Rochester's outreach by mentioning our community bikes. But it's been a long day, and I want to thank you all so much for joining us on this trip, or as we call it, biking down the road. Mm. Mark. Oh, sorry. Have a good one, guys. Here You Are is a podcast created by the students at the University of Rochester. This episode was produced by Makai Morrison-Gaskins and Mark Barreta. Our engineer was Woody Omega. The music used on this episode was performed by Blue Dot Sessions. We'd also like to thank Scott Thompson, Jesse Pierce, and our community bikes for their interviews. The executive producers are Thomas Fleischman and Stephen Resner. This season was made possible through the financial support of the Department of History and the Department of Audio, Music, Engineering. Special thanks to Jasmine Mayers and the team at Hopper who hooked up the Here You Are team with complimentary bikes for a historic tour of the city. Hopper is a micro-mobility company offering an on-demand bicycle and scooter share in cities including Rochester. More info can be found at gohopper.com. Thank you as well to Jesse Pierce, our tour guide, multi-episode guest, and cycling manager at Reconnect Rochester, a cycling advocacy group working to build a more sustainable transportation infrastructure in Rochester. More info can be found at reconnectrochester.org. Be sure to check out our other episodes at Season 5, CyclePaths at hereyouare.com.